0: Yeah. To choke out my illusions, yeah. to cut through the confusion. Yeah. Oh, keep on digging deep, we keep digging deep, we keep digging deep. We digging. Hello, and welcome to the Rational Podcast, your weekly deep dive into how science and critical thinking make you immune to scams, fads, and hoaxes. I am your host, Abhijit. Let's dig in. Hello again. Today I'm going to dig back a little and find an oldie but a goldie. Green coffee beans have been a huge fad and they still haven't gone away. They've been around since, I think, 2011 and uh, popularized by Dr. Oz And now they're still here. And in fact, people have been recommending it to me. I have seen it in the supermarkets, in powdered form, in whole bean form, in some form or the other, and it's just not going away. But is all this buzz justified? Let's dip into this craze and see what makes it tick. So back in 2011, a review stated that green coffee extract could help in weight loss, but it also noted that the studies it analyzed were short and small, and in other words, they just didn't have enough information to prove that this was not just an aberration. In 2012, Dr. Mehmet Oz, also called Dr. Oz, featured green coffee beans on his television show. He went gaga over it and called its effects magical and staggering and all sorts of other gushy things. Needless to say, his following, which is immense, bought into it with no problem whatsoever. Now, allow me to digress just a little bit. To be honest, I had once bought into his spiel too. I had only just heard of him because he'd been talking about white kidney bean extract as a supplement that stopped your digestive system from absorbing carbs, otherwise called a carb blocker, which uh, helps if you're on a low carb diet, which I was at one point of time, but I would like to cheat every now and then. And I thought these could help. Now, before you go out and buy yourself a bottle of the stuff, let me tell you the rest of the story. So here I see a qualified medical doctor a reasonably successful cardiac surgeon, in fact, talking about supplements on TV. Now, most of us respect doctors and the advice they give. After all, they are decidedly more educated than us and pretty much in the topics of health and medicine. I am no different. I went and got myself a bottle. Later, I discovered that this white kidney bean extract wasn't quite as magical as, as Dr. Oz said it was. It apparently had an effect in clinical trials, but very inconsistently. Definitely not enough to justify the cost. You can possibly gain similar benefits from just adding any regular legumes to your diet. That gave me a bit of a double take. Then I watched a few more of Dr. Oz's show, which used to play quite late at night some advice he seemed to give was legit, and some was actually troubling. Like the time, like the time he said a traditional Chinese medicine nasal spray worked better than the stuff you get at a pharmacist. Which is weird since Chinese traditional medicine isn't very reliable. Uh, We'll dig into that one a little bit later, maybe in a different episode. But as I dug deeper into this, I found out how much nonsense Dr Oz was peddling to keep his ratings up and the money flowing in. And then this happened. Dr. Oz got caught. In June 2014, Dr. Oz was called in front of the U.S. Senate for a hearing. I was blown away as he stammered and stumbled through this testimony, openly admitting that some of the things he promotes on his show quote, don't have the scientific muster to present as fact. But nevertheless, I would give my audience the advice I give my family all the time, and I have given my family these products. Yes, he said those exact words. Now, if he was wrong about this, what else could he be wrong about? Apparently, a lot. As for the green coffee bean extract, here's his exchange with Dr. Senator McCaskill. Dr. Oz says, Well, if I could disagree about whether they work or not, and I'll move on to the issue of the words I used, and just with regards to whether they work or not, take green coffee bean extract, for example, I'm not going to argue that it would pass FDA muster if it was a pharmaceutical drug seeking approval. But among the natural products that are out there, this product has had several clinical trials. There was one large one, a very good quality one, That was done in the year that we were talking about this, in 2012. Listen, I've... Senator McCaskill. Well, well, I want to know about the clinical trial, because the only one I know was 16 people in India that was paid for by the company that was, in fact, at the point in time when you're initially talking about it being a miracle, the only study that was out there was this one with 16 people in India that was written up by somebody that was paid by the company that was producing it. Yep. So Dr. Oz is full of crap. Notice that he's been dodging and flat out tells lies about research and he gets demolished in the process. You will be wise to steer clear of anything he has to say about anything. Even if he says something that's legit, there's no knowing what kind of crap he will try to sell you the very next second. Now. Let's come back to the coffee. The bottom line about the coffee is that there's absolutely no evidence whatsoever to show that it has any benefits at all. Dr. Oz based this entire spiel on a lame study called the VINCENT trial, which has since been retracted. Scott Gavura, writing for Science-Based Medicine, described it like this. All we could conclude from the VINCENT trial was that it was poorly conducted, sloppily written, and provided unimpressive and clinically useless results. There was no convincing evidence to suggest that GCB, green coffee beans, offered any meaningful benefit. As I noted in my conclusion at the time, GCB had all the features of bogus weight loss products. It was implausible and backed by flimsy evidence from some serious methodological issues. Even before he knew it was fraudulent, it was clear this trial should not be used to guide treatment decisions. So do green coffee beans work after all? The answer is, kinda. There was a systematic review of all the studies done on green coffee bean extract and it was inconclusive. The studies it reviewed were small, short and some with serious methodological flaws of them. The result? Green coffee bean extract does seem to promote weight loss but it doesn't seem to be much and we just can't be sure of the long term effects or even the side effects. So if you want to lose weight, this is definitely isn't worth the uncertainty or your money. You will be much better off just cutting 300-500 to 500 calories off your daily consumption, burning more calories by doing some resistance training and leading a more active life. Now here are the critical tools that I used to figure this out. One, find the origin. I looked back at GCBs and found Dr. Oz and his trial. Find out if that source at the origin is reliable. Dr. Oz definitely didn't turn out to be a reliable source. The reliable sources I found that most scientists seem to agree with are linked in the show notes. You also have to ask if science agrees with the story. The most reliable standard of evidence is the systematic review or a meta-analysis, which takes all the studies done about one subject and put them together to find patterns and reliable data. The systematic reviews done on GCBs cast serious doubt on its effectiveness. So what's the lesson that we can learn from this story? don't buy pills from snake oil salesmen that pretend to be doctors wearing lab coats or scrubs. Now, what do you think of green coffee? Do you think it works? Have you fallen for Dr. Oz's spiel like I did? Let me know and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you want to read the blog version of this episode, along with all the citations and references, Or if you have any ideas, comments or suggestions, please visit berationable.com. You've been listening to The Rationable Podcast. See you next week.